And we're on for Buscast 009. Yay. In cool. stereo. Yeah, we should probably fill in on that, because although we've spoken about it in the presence of an MP3 player, it wasn't for delivery, was it? No, that was just a trial run. Test this morning. Which I guess if people want to email us, buscast at gmail.com, they can get a bonus feature, which is us trying out the stereo microphone and being kind of all clever and witty on the way oh, to work this morning. It was hugely interesting this morning. Yeah, we had a uh, crazy mad guy talking about uh, having his pin number stolen. Yeah, so yeah, for crazy mad guy, email buscast at gmail.com. Yeah, to get the uh, secret bonus feature disc yes. without, you know, a disc. Unlock the passwords and... Yeah. Uh, so Friday, yay. I know, fr- good Friday. Not not good Friday, but, <laughs> Not you in know, a Christian sense. No, but overall, I mean, presents abound. I mean, well, we started with presents before nine o'clock, in fact. Before work even began. Yeah. Uh, if you've just joined the program, <laughs> the, uh, the purpose of work is to get presents. Yes. Uh, we've been looking for a stereo microphone. So if you, this is the first show that you've listened to. Don't bother with any previous ones. Quite like that. It's an interactive uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy billboard. With, with added spinny. Spinny screensaver. Um, however, so don't go back and listen to any previous buscasts because they're all of an inferior quality. In mono and, and longer. And longer and, and, you know, we weren't very good. And, but now... We're professional. We have the stereo Griffin mic. Uh, we received that in the mail this morning, so that was the beginning of the presents. We had to go and sign for it. But We've sit- settled on a good bus route. Yes. We're adequately fuelled yeah. well, with we a lager each. Yeah. <laughs> there was carling earlier. so um, It's sunny in Birmingham today. I know. In fact, it's, uh, it's so warm. Uh, I was almost tempted to take my winter coat off. We have to note for the record, though, that you are still wearing a long woolen coat of some sort. Yeah, and I'm not actually uncomfortable either, so... You're kind of feeling normal. Yeah. Oh, and and also, we have to kind of say, because somebody did say when listening, um, yeah, I listened, this was in a chat room, um, which one are you? And to clarify, I'm Spoons. And I'm Dubber. That's a note from me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. But no, I mean, in the in the chat room, I said, "Well, I'm not the Kiwi." Right. Okay. Here's the difference. I'm from New Zealand. You're from somewhere yeah. in London, really. Yeah. Um, I'm about uh, twice your age. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> in a few a few episodes, we can do the shock reveal that you actually are my father somehow. <laughs> exactly. I'll never join you. <laughs> yes, we digress. Yes, but that's what we do. Yes. Exactly. If you just joined us. What we do is we digress. So this is the, the retrospective episode and the uh, welcome to new listeners. Yeah, I think it's, it's time we did that because actually stats seem to indicate that um, we're due for some new listeners. Yeah, but the curve say so. Yeah. Well, we haven't had any yet, so it's about time we got some. Right, yeah. But now that we're um, appearing in search engines and... Uh, oh, we seem well, to be... search engines, really. Yeah, we're, we, we seem to be registered with Podcast Alley... Um, with the iPodder X directory, iPodder.org, and some penguin thing. Yeah. Penguinradio.com, I believe. Does that <laughs> seem to know who we were? In fact, if you Google Dubber and Spoons Take the Bus, I think that was the first hit. In fact, I think if you Google Spoons, that's the first hit. That's bizarre. <laughs> Maybe we should get back to why Friday's such a great day. Friday is a good, great day. So, we started with the presents. Okay, so yeah. we went and collected the, um, the microphone through which. You're hearing us on the magic of podcasting. 
Then we took the bus and tested the microphone. And it worked. And, and it was you can fun. buscast at Gmail and get a copy of that if you want. With a crazy old man who had um, had his pin number stolen because somebody had got into his bungalow. Bungalow? With don't the give kids. it all away. Don't give it away. It's, uh, yeah, there's a surprise. But there's more, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we, we got to work surprisingly unlate considering we'd gone the other direction for, what, 20 minutes away from work. We'd gone to King's Heath, which is completely the opposite direction from work. In fact, you take the bus you would take to work the other way. That's how. I wonder if that's my phone. Uh, this probably leads us nicely into... Um, I don't know what my phone sounds like. Because <laughs> it's new. And you've got it... As today. a present today. Uh, no, it wasn't my phone, apparently. My phone still has the blank screen. I have a... Um, not wanting to do a, an advertisement for it, because I don't actually... I'm not convinced that I like it yet. Uh, but it's an orange SPV500, which has got kind of windows built into it. Uh, We're not sure how happy you are about it having windows built into it. I'm not. No, I, I have already described it as evil. But that had more to do with my frustration about not knowing how it works. But so far, I've figured out how to put a couple of people's names into it and how to take a photograph. It's probably worth noting that it was an upgrade from a, what, a Nokia 3110 or something, which is an archaic... Because I've owned mobile phones for many years. See, I haven't. I've had a mobile phone for six months. Yeah. And it was a mobile phone that somebody had discarded. We found it in the trash. And, uh, <laughs> you dumpster diving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah find all sorts of interesting things anyway. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you know what kind of situation I was in when I first arrived in this country. There was uh, homeless you know, and furniture from, and... from my homeland, where my um, my mountain village was being attacked by a plague of falcons. You know. How... <laughs> um, no, it's um, somebody gave me a phone when I first arrived in the country because they said you're in England now. You're going to need it. My uh, my approach to cell phones before that had been leave a message on my home phone. And I'll ring you when I damn well feel like if it. I'm remotely interested <laughs> in what you have to say. Exactly. But this was a gift in a, in, it's in a, a way. And it's, it's, it's a practical technology. Although I do yeah. still maintain that cell phones will be more interesting to me when they unlock my house at a distance and they go bloop, bloop, and unlock my car and they're the universal remote control for my television video DVD player. Hey, I saw something on a complete aside. Well, not an aside, complete, but there's a device you can get for your iPod to make it change your TV channels. Yes, I've seen actually a hack for an iPod that will do that. Uh, the problem is, it's got something on it that converts sounds to infrared messages. Oh, okay. Okay, so what you have to do is you have to dial through your playlist of sounds and go, I want the play one now. Where's that? Okay. Play that sound. That's not too useful, is it? It's oh, really no, not. Um, anyway, back to the toys. Yeah. So you got a phone. Yeah. And not just a phone. It's it's a it's a, it's a computer and a camera and a you know. And hopefully it'll be really cool once you figured it out. Hopefully. Yeah. And it might even have the internet. It seems to pretend that it does. It claims it has messenger and. Which yeah. you've recently started with, but you're not too fussed on. Uh, I still like Skype, but I don't use Skype for voice very much. I like it for um, for just kind of text messaging. It feels more like IRC, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It has commands. It has, yeah, the stroke. Slash me. Slash me kind of thing. Uh, sorry, and then you arrived at work and you went, where are my toys? Yeah, because um, basically yeah, the, the whole flow of the day was go get 
mic before even getting to work. Get to work. Go buy coffee because we decided we deserved it because we trekked to get Mike and then we were already late but we deserved coffee as well. Absolutely. And then you were getting phone calls already to come and collect your toys. Yeah. Um, then I went upstairs looking for my toy. Because um, you knew that yours was, was coming. I knew mine, well I hoped. I was promised that it was posted yesterday. Right. Um, and I went upstairs and I couldn't find it in the bit where posted lives. And so you disappeared. Um, well so I went off and done some other stuff. I went and paid somebody some money. Which will become apparent later. Okay. Um, and then one of my colleagues said, "Oh yeah, there's a recorded delivery parcel for you up in the department office." But I've just been there. No, no, it's on Christine's desk. Oh, I see. Christine's our department administrator. But get up there, and a lovely Canon D60 digital SLR body, as new, boxed with all its accessories, is sat up there waiting for me. Flash camera for those. Uh... Lovely, lovely camera. Yes. So I sold my compact digital and my regular SLR while well, I'm selling them on eBay to pay for a, a, a Canon D60 which is a lovely camera. What do they search for if they want to buy your camera just for the uh, just for the kind of the celebrity pleasure of owning Spoons' camera? Oh I don't know it would be some kind of, I mean the, the, the digital is a, a Fuji Fine Peaks S7000 and the, um, the the SLR is a Pentax P30 with like three lenses two flashes loads of fun. £99 what a steal. Um, so nobody's bet on that yet then? Oh, it's at about £10 or something. Well, the, the other one's selling. But yeah, the, the guy I had to go and give money to was, um, fortunately, um, I mentioned him before, but the photography lecturer at work, Julian, he uses a Canon D60, and he had a basic lens that he doesn't use anymore, which he sold me for £60. So I went and gave him some money for a lens, and then attached camera and lens together. So the camera came without lens? Yeah, I bought body only. Right. And then bought lens off. See, turntables come that way. You're, you're more kind of photographically inclined and I'm more kind of audio inclined. Mm. But um, uh, turntables come without cartridges and stylus. Mm -hmm. Which is a bit like buying a car without wheels. No, see, this is what people say when, um, if you buy a guitar, they say, why doesn't it come with an amp? Because you, the other part is so important, you'd like to choose it. Yeah, You no, can buy it in a kit. No, guitar with amp, I can understand. Those are two separate pieces of equipment. So is a camera body but, and a camera lens. No, but you wouldn't sell a guitar without the pegs. Mm. Or a guitar without neck. Yeah, you know? that would be daft. Uh, and that's what, to me, that's what uh, turntable without cartridge is. I mean, does the cartridge, did your choice of cartridge, make an impact to your sound? Well, to a certain extent. I mean, yes, it does. Uh, but it should come with a basic cartridge so you can use it when you buy it mm, and then you can go and get an upgrade yeah. I mean a lot of I mean bearing in mind I bought this camera off eBay so when you buy it from the shop you probably buy one with a basic lens, lens kit um, but it just happened to be incredibly cheap to get hold of this I mean I saved a lot of money a lot of other a lot of the cameras even without lenses are going for a hell of a lot more than I paid so right. it was a kind of it was a juggle finances so I can buy it this week so I probably won't find it this cheap again kind of thing oh ok but so yes it was a, a, a day of toys so we have new camera new mic new phone new phone I think I'm sure other good things have happened it's been a generally upbeat day well you had beer at lunchtime. how good I, that I had beer at lunchtime. I had a veggie burger for lunch didn't eat the chips though how can you not eat the chips this is something that surprises me about um Nick particularly we had Dr Nick at work well, I, I've seen met? him you've met if you've listened to the buscast before um dr nick will order food and then he can stop eating it when he's full regardless of the fact that it hasn't stopped being yummy whereas my approach is uh finish what's on your plate 
especially if it continues to be yummy. Yes, well, my approach currently is it's not good to weigh nearly 17 stone, so you should stop eating chips. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I've been that heavy for a long time, but I have been that heavy in the past. Right. Yeah, see, I weigh more than I probably should, and I have been making kind of uh, reductions in bread. Mm. Uh, it just is a kind of a conscious effort to, I mean, I'm a vegetarian, so I mean, see, I always had this idea that vegetarians were supposed to be skinny, and it just hasn't happened yet. It doesn't work, I mean, because if you eat pasta all the time or yeah. anything like that, that doesn't make for skinny. No, it's like, I always thought as a kid and a teenager, you know, basically well into adulthood, that when I became a grown-up, at some point I would become a tidy person, my bedroom would be clean. Yeah. Okay, and then I thought, well, maybe, maybe that happens when you get married. Because all of the married people I knew had tidy bedrooms. Only when they have guests. That's what I figured out. Yeah. And what we do now is we invite people over so that we will clean up. This is quite cool, just to digress. that It's warm today and the streets are full of people just kind of hanging out. Sitting around outside the Amano Net Cafe. It's cool. You can email it amanonet at hotmail.com. This is quite cool that it's... Um, summer and there's loads of people spending time outside. It's really yeah, cool. And it's kind of a nice relaxed vibe. I so like, Youth Club's boarded up unfortunately, but apart from that. I do love the way that in Birmingham though the sunshine does bring everybody either flooding to the beer gardens or out onto the streets just to sit around looking relaxed and you probably the the, 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 the weirdo count probably goes up a bit. Probably yeah. get more mad people wandering around but in my homeland we uh, look at the sky and see the sun and go there you are again but here it's like hello old friend yeah where is it it's hello it's stranger like, what the hell is What's that big yellow is circle it, in the sky is it hurtling towards us nice. does it bring doom yes. although the warmth is pleasant perhaps I should sit outside for a bit we're being terribly British about it it'd be like uh, oh, we're all going to die soon but at least we're warm yeah <laughs> tea anybody perhaps a scone. And I had a reasonably, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I was going to say reasonably pleasant class this morning, but what I mean is a reasonably not unpleasant. Yes, a being key distinction. Yeah, um, which is quite good. My leg has just completely gone to sleep. They've got that combination of pins and needles and not being able to feel anything, which kind of seems like a contradiction, but that's actually what's going on. That is a, some kind of pain, though, really, isn't it? Yeah. Try and completely asleep. You either keep dead still and hope that it passes, but that makes it last longer. Yeah. You start madly kicking it and waving it around, and so it'll that hurt, it hurt a lot. Properly later, but it'll go away sooner. Yes. Yeah, I, you had a reasonably un not unpleasant class today. Yeah, which, which kind of adds to the whole kind of generic pleasantness of the day. Uh, what there did was you teach today? Presentation skills. Presentation skills. So radio, radio presentation skills, which you would never guess, listening to the bus cast, that I get to teach. <laughs> um, but there are different rules for being on the radio. and uh, oh, They can hear your radio voice if they I listen do, to I, the jazz. Uh, the jazz show on George FM, which, um, which broadcasts... And also, I forgot on, to say, is on some of these um, podcast directories yes which is kind of a problem since I've completely taken it off the internet now yeah but the archives are still there well, I don't know is the feed no, still I've oh you've taken the feed now okay. actually no maybe the feed's still there but the files certainly aren't oh because yeah you 
you were doing the um, state 100% kosher with the file music thing? No, what I was really doing was, this is going to cost me too much money if I continue to uh, serve these files. Oh, okay. And, um, I get confused. And the, the copyright issues, well, I wasn't as concerned about, but... There was a mainly, small mainly concern there, wasn't there? Mainly because the way it seems to work is that if you put copyrighted stuff up on the internet, the first port of call has to be, they come and tell you to take it down. If you refuse to oblige, then, then they take you to court. They, right. So if so, you pull it down... I work on the principle that it's far easier to ask forgiveness than permission. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Uh, but there was the whole thing where actually more than one person was listening to it, and uh, I racked up about 40 gigabytes of traffic within the space of about two weeks. You used to get... I've seen comments on the wireless about the um, people saying, it's the kind of, um, thank you for sharing this music with me comment. It's quite warming. Yeah, so it's kind of... I'm a jazz nerd too. Yeah. <laughs> And not meaning that in a derogatory way, but in a kind of somebody's actually appreciative that you may have introduced them to some stuff they perhaps hadn't heard. Or yeah, well, I quite, I quite like that. But also, um, one of the things that I always try to do with a jazz show is think of it as a jazz show for people who don't already like jazz and go, look, you, you know, you don't understand. Here's this cool stuff. Listen to this. This is actually really cool. I quite like the themes. Like, correct me if I'm think, talking of the wrong show, but didn't you do like this is a show full of songs that are all under this amount of time or yeah, I'm going to do one do that. that I'm only going to play three songs today but they're all three hours long you know, I, I have to be honest I did those because I was bored well I did the first one because I was bored which I was like the, gimmicks though here is the um, here is a show of jazz tunes that I have on CD and all of the tunes are 90 seconds or less mm. and they never ever get played on the radio so here they all are and here are 100 and it ended up being 108 songs in a two hour show that's really cool which is great and uh, the next week uh, I was behind schedule and I needed to make a show quickly so I thought here are my long songs I think it was here better five. it was better to do that it, that way round because if you'd done the long song thing cheap at uh, first sorry it would have seemed cheap yep. but you do the short one and then say oh, I'm going to contrast that with the long one and incidentally I'm running out of time yeah exactly and I, I did it because I was lazy yeah. uh, but I had the right excuse to do it yeah, because exactly. I'd done the opposite of the previous time where were we anyway? Presentation skills module. Presentation skills module. So I was teaching. Basically, I was doing interviewing skills today. Mm-hmm. Um, Just things like not putting the mic up the interviewee's nose. Uh, no, I'm more a kind of. Um, here is how to pretend that the person that you're talking to is more interesting than you are. Mm-hmm. Ask them a question that you want the answer to, and then get out of the way. Okay. So in, when we when we do um, interviews in TV, sometimes we show the response of the interviewer that we call them the noddies the noddies yeah you cut do away do we have noddies in radio no we don't have mm, yes uh huh no because normally they're placed really badly and it sounds like you're making encouraging noises but not actually listening to what the person is saying so we do the smile and nod in radio so that you, encourages you do it, them along. but it doesn't actually make broadcast exactly so that's interesting in TV it's quite nice to show the noddy I don't know maybe it's just to break up the flow a bit um it's to kind of remind you perhaps the interviewer's there. Um. There is that. But there's also, I mean, if you actually listened to what happened on the television, it would be the same as what happened on the radio. Well, exactly, because the noddy that you see while the guest... You'd never see the presenter speaking and nodding, well, obviously, because the noddy's a silent thing. But. See, pe- people, uh, people don't usually realise that when they see these interviews on television, especially in news and current affairs programmes, there was only ever one camera there. Uh-huh. So... When you do the interview, the camera is pointing only at the person who's being interviewed. And so the bit where it cuts away to the presenter oh, smiling and nodding, we've you shot do that, that afterwards. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, this is most portable. people don't kind of register that. This is portable single camera. This is why we 
differentiate between portable single camera and multi camera. Yeah, I mean the one thing that you do in television when you when you uh, uh, interview somebody is you say, "Would you mind just sitting there and pretending to talk to me?" And um, there'll be a camera over your shoulder, and I'll just smile and nod. And you give them an eye line, and like yeah. That. But there is the, the, the it's the smoke and mirrors thing, isn't it? It's the trickery of the. That's what the magic of television is. The the illusion that that was done in sequence. That's the illusion we're creating. You know, it's um, a switch off your TV week. Really? Yeah, international switch. It's the uh, what do they call the adbusters in Canada? Oh. Okay. Uh, have done uh, international switch off your television week. I had something on Triple J, which is an Australian youth radio station. Uh, they have this thing that podcasts through the Open Media Network, which we spoke about in a previous podcast. Um, uh, it was the guy who'd invented a remote control called TV Be Gone. Okay. And it's essentially, it would just—it was an off switch that would work on any television in a ten-meter radius. So if you were over at a friend's place and you're trying to have a conversation, that's really proved. Yeah. <laughs> well, the guy who invented it apparently hadn't watched television since the 1980s. Now contrast that with an article that I read recently that said contemporary TV actually makes you smarter. And there are so many threads of narrative going on. If you compare an episode of kind of Starsky and Hutch from the late 70s with uh, CSI how kind of convoluted and complex the narrative is you have to actually understand more be able to infer more and kind of read things into it and be more kind of sophisticated with the text now than you ever used to have to so what he's done is missed out on the development of television oh you missed out on reality TV as well yeah which reminds me switch off your TV where you can put loads of my colleagues out of work exactly which reminds me that apparently there's a new all reality TV all the time channel. Oh, joy. Yeah. Is it called Life or something? I don't know what it's called. Nonsense. Perhaps. I don't know. I'm not sure how I stood in the whole reality TV. Reality well, I think... Can't even speak. Reality TV. Well, it's a contradiction in terms, isn't it? But TV is not reality. It's a, it's a representation of reality. I don't think it's even pretending to represent reality. Maybe it's some kind of hyper-reality, doesn't it? Yeah. Ooh, we almost died. We quite often almost die when we go over that bump, don't we? Yeah, I mean... It's, it's, it's the ejector seat. It's uh, the nature of the beast. Yeah. Although I have to say, this uh, bus journey has been less unpleasant than most, and it's sort of in keeping with the whole feel of the day. Yeah, I think we've definitely chosen the route for bus, bus cars recording. Bus cars got to be the two of the twelve. Yeah, it's got to be. This is a lot nicer route. It's slightly... The, I think the... The duration is perfect, and the uh, the things that warn you you're coming to a close are, are more gradual, so we don't get caught in the middle of a conversation like we did yesterday. And thirty, I mean the thirty-five laser cannons or no laser cannons, it's just kind of meh. It's amateur. Yeah. Um. So did we finish the day? We did. I mean, it was we listed all the presents. We did a. You did a class. Yeah, I did a class about editing. Yeah, and it was the, the and, and they all thought you were wonderful. But it was the video specialist's last chance to be formally taught any editing techniques. Right. So I made them tell me what they did wrong in their last assessment, and they were obviously silent. And I said, "Well, I've seen your assessments. I know most of them were wrong. Speak up." And eventually, we got a list written up of all the things they needed to learn. Yeah. So we covered them. We covered some slightly advanced stuff. Um, I taught them about editing workflow and other such boring things from Friday afternoon. But then I showed them a film I made when I was a student and they all thought it was great. Yep. So you uh, get to win. 
Yeah, I kind of like that though because I, th I, I think I authenticate myself when I show them a project I'd done in their shoes. You know, their first years, and they say, well, when I was a student, this is what I'd got to when I was a third year. Right. You know, this is the level I reached, and it's about their perceptions of me. I think because they've seen I'm capable of something creative rather than just being a technician, they may actually come and talk to me about useful things, and that's what makes the job interesting. Well, that's why I started with the uh, radio drama students that I taught last semester. Uh, I start by playing them Claiborne, which is something, essentially, I learned how to make radio drama by making Claiborne. <laughs> and sort of making it up as I went along, but um, uh, they all seemed to like it. I played an episode where somebody died horribly, and they all liked that, and, um, and that's, a, that's a podcast too. Uh, there are a couple of ways you can get that, but um, uh, I would suggest the podcast network is probably the best place to get that, yeah, uh, because the old episodes are still up online, whereas with claiborne.blogspot.com... Uh, Perhaps we can put a link on the blog. Yeah, that's yeah, a really good idea. I'd encourage... Uh, don't check the blog if you just get this through your podcatcher um, occasionally we will stick links up and um, Dubber does great witty summaries of the shows as well, well I actually think the, the show's best feature is the way that we describe it on the blog okay. <laughs> full of confidence make it sound far better than it really is so did you recommend this to a student listening or do I imagine you said that well yeah I recommended this are we getting on podcast here we are uh, because they wanted to do a podcast themselves. 